0: So now I'm obsessed with time Come on, tell me about the time Had it all in my hand tonight
1: Welcome to American, American Timelines
2: time You're Joe No,
1: I'm not Joe My name is Grover Cleveland Steamer
2: That's stupid That's my podcast name That's a dumb name
1: Grover Cleveland Steamer
2: That's a stupid dumb name Well,
1: that's from the president yeah, so I have to be You
2: have to have a crossover you're doing like a Laverne and Shirley Jefferson Yeah, of thing. so this
1: is like when that or, time No, when...
2: Jefferson's was on Archie Bunker when they. The...
1: this is like when Balky from Perfect Strangers showed up on Family Matters and slapped Urkel. It didn't happen. It might have happened. Nope. Some of those crossovers, they had crossovers in the 90s, didn't they?
2: Joni Loves Chachi. No, that was the 80s, wasn't it? So... After watching TV. Well,
1: here's the thing, in 1990, we were get we were in high school, and in high school you stop watching Watches, television. I, the and I stopped Heinfeld. watching wrestling. You don't watch TV, you're so self absorbed and absorbed with your friends and what you're doing. You're going out your, and going to dances.
2: I did watch the Simpsons you're going and barfing. I watched Seinfeld in the nineties. And I Saturday Night Live, of course.
1: Yeah, I think we would watch Saturday Night Live. We'd go out with a video camera and take our shirts off and go to McDonalds.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you know,
1: that's what we were doing in high school. That's what people did. So anyway, what's your podcast name gonna be? Uh
2: I don't know. Um I need like a pinup name, like a one of those girls would have.
1: Can do you think it could it could be like a first lady's Ruby? name? How about like a first lady, but change change and make it vulgar, like Grover Cleveland Steamer?
2: No, I'm not doing that. I'll be Ruby. Ruby. I don't. I. I it's weird to go by a different name. I'll just.
1: You want to go by Chow Young Fat?
2: You can just call me Amy. It'll be fine.
1: That's stupid. I'm Grover Cleveland Steamer. You can't be Amy.
2: Well, that's my name though.
1: Yeah, but if you don't want to use your last name, why yeah. do you want to use your first name?
2: First names are are anonymous.
1: Yeah, but if this picks up steam,
2: it's not going to. It could. No one does
1: <laughs> <orders laughs> it. This is going to pick up some steam. It's going
2: to pick up an no steam. It's already picking up.
1: picking up steam. I'm. I'm feel. Don't you feel the steam? No,
2: there's no steam at Cleveland all. Cleveland Steamer. I don't know. There's nothing to do with steam. the nineties.
1: How about we'll just call you Ruby? All right. All right, Rube. I, don't call me that. <laughs> Ruby, Ruby, and Grover.
2: Okay, that's fine.
1: Grover Cleveland Steamer. All right. Could you say it once, maybe? I'm
2: not doing that. Please. Not gunned Grover Grover,
1: Cleveland Steamer. Was that
2: 1990 when he'd say, not gunned it? Not
1: gunned it. Might have been close to then. Okay. Welcome to American American Timelines. I Let's try it again. Welcome to American Timelines.
2: That's bad, too.
1: I'll say American, you say Timelines.
2: No, that's stupid. You say it all. Welcome to American Timelines. I'm Amy.
1: And I'm Grover Cleveland
2: Steamer. No, that's Joe. I'm Joe. I to Grover Cleveland Steamer. That's stupid.
1: Welcome to American Timelines with Joe and Amy. Or Amy and Joe. Does Amy and Joe sound better?
2: No. Welcome
1: to American Timelines with Grover Cleveland Steamer. No, that's, a, no, that's and the Amy.
2: worst one. <laughs> that's the worst one.
1: All right, well, screw you and go to hell. <laughs> Season one is about the 90s. Yes. This is American Timelines where we... Talk about things that were popular from year to year and crazy things that happened, and we'll do a deep dive so you can get an idea of what was happening around the world.
2: I'll give you a deep dive.
1: Deep dive each episode into something that happened that was peculiar. Maybe a murder. Maybe. Maybe a kidnapping. Could be. Maybe a fat guy taking a dump.
2: No, that probably won't happen.
1: Nope, but our first season. This is welcome to season one. This is the nineties, nineteen ninety.
2: What was happening in nineteen ninety?
1: Uh,
2: I was a <laughs> the yearly would, inflation was rate
1: a, was five point three nine percent,
2: and I was a senior in high school. You were, yes. I think I was and a junior in high school. I was that that year, junior senior year.
1: Oh, so must have been my eighth, of fr- freshman year, I think. But boy, can you believe that five point three nine percent inflation rate? I mean, I know that's amazing. That really takes you back. Mean, I mean, it really that mean, means
2: something to me. Yeah,
1: I mean, if you really think about five point three nine percent inflation rate, I mean,
2: <laughs> what else is on there?
1: No, that's it. Uh, cost of a gallon of gas. This will let us know. We'll yeah, understand
2: this. What was it?
1: One dollar and thirty four cents a gallon. Oh, oh my god!
2: Oh, it's like the seven days. It's like a
1: whole another dollar that you would have
2: every for every gallon.
1: Every time you get gas.
2: So what would that mean? Well. Another $10 well, in like, your pocket. It's like Is it. 10 it's gallons? almost half
1: the price. Is it
2: 10 gallons of the car? shows how stupid I am. I don't even know how 20,
1: much. Well, how much money do you.
2: 25, 28 bucks or something. 28
1: bucks. And right now it's like $2.35. Do, do the math. Divide 28 by 2 35.
2: I'm not doing that. <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> that's see. ridiculous. I'm
1: gonna get a calculator because this is a thrilling podcast. Uh, this is two idiots do math. <laughs> you can't, uh, can't
2: figure out twenty-eight divided 28, by two thirty-five.
1: Twenty-eight dollars. Don't forget the that that's small. Divided by two point three five. And it's eleven 10. ninety-one.
2: So like for twelve, every, twelve gallons. bucks.
1: 12, there's twelve gallons to your
2: car. It's like twelve bucks. So but I drive a Prius, so, what, so my gas why is why always you cheaper.
1: You, while you're putting twenty-eight why bucks you in a yours, bragger? guess what I'm putting. At the your most dick seventeen. In the, your dick in the well, I put my dick in the tank hole, tank or whatever you call it, because it's a Prius, so you can just put your dick in there while you're putting the. It's so well, big of a hole. just
2: pee in it, and that's how it runs. And run G's. on pee, pee and jizz, and, yeah.
1: and tears. That's
2: Right, it makes sense.
1: Nineteen ninety. We want to credit. We need to give credit where credit is due. Some of our info comes straight from popculture.us. Nineteen ninety. Oh, the big airplane celebrity death in nineteen ninety was Stevie Ray Vaughan.
2: Oh, it, that was an airplane celebrity? Yeah, airplane so celebrity they, death. On this website, do they put
1: Maybe every year an airplane celebrity death of year? every year we'll have who, what year? celebrity died in know an airplane.
2: That, I didn't know that many uh, oh, celebrities Oh, the
1: pneumonia celebrity death was Jim Henson. That was the year we lost oh, Jim Henson. You it doesn't seem like it was that
2: long ago that he died. See,
1: I feel like that seemed like longer ago than Stevie Ray Vaughan. I remember when Stevie Ray Vaughan died... I didn't know who he was, but I pretended I did because cool people knew who he was. Oh,
2: I don't need. I don't, that whole event doesn't register with me. Stevie
1: Ray do you know who he is? Yeah, he's a jazz
2: yeah. dude, right?
1: He's a guitarist. He's like an amazing oh, rock right, guitarists. Right. Like he like would play like yeah. long licks and things, and like and he really was good. So then, I, what I did was because I didn't know who he was,
2: You went and listened to a bunch of. I had shit. to
1: go like find out what he was. But now that I think about it, I don't know how I would have. I must have gone to the library because. We didn't have the internet. Yeah,
2: you didn't have the internet. You can't just look it up on your fucking phone that's up your butt all day I must have
1: been in middle school. This is fascinating to everybody here. I think I was a freshman. Anyway, fuck you. Uh, This is tragic irony. In 1989, Michael Doucette was named America's safest driving teen. In 1990, he fell asleep at the wheel and collided with an oncoming car, killing himself and the other driver. That's irony. America's safest driving teen fell asleep at the wheel and... Killed himself. Jeez. Oh, in
2: 1990, he did that. That happened.
1: Also 1990, Mr. Rogers sued the KKK for impersonating his voice in pre-recorded messages. These messages said that AIDS was divine retribution. Why does the KKK have pre-recorded messages? Is it for when you want to call the KKK?
2: No, I I think they do robocalls to people in the Deep South.
1: Hi, right, do you have a few moments to talk to the KKK?
2: Well, a ro- We'd a ro-
1: like you to know that AIDS was divine retribution.
2: But they, in Mr. Rogers' voice. We hate black voice. people.
1: God, KKK. But in Mr. Rogers' oh, voice. Oh, I can't do his voice.
2: No, but I'm not saying you do it. I'm saying, imagine that. It was his hey, voice everybody.
1: saying Hey, everybody. The KKK is a great yeah. thing.
2: Just do Don McAllister. And that's
1: Hey, y'all. Oh, I love that. The,
2: the,
1: I love that. I love the KKK. That's Mr. Rogers. I love Just liver little mush. I a of
2: Southern off.
1: I eat liver mush and... I like Barbara Streisand and the and, KKK. And Age is God's Retribution. Oh, it's terrible. I can't even joke about that because it's such an awful thing. Um, anyway, these tapes were circulated among elementary and middle school children. I didn't know they were targeting. That was their target audience.
2: Well, God, that's the KKK.
1: Ones. What a horrible, awful thing. Yeah,
2: that's terrible. When I was in college, they used to come to Cape Girard, Epardo, Missouri, where oh. I went to college and have rallies. Story.
1: You have that story where you walked into. Oh yeah,
2: I walked into a, it. was called. They were called the Southern White Knights. This is a great story. It was. I was a. Yeah, we were supposed to go to a bonfire party, and it was a bunch of girls and two cars. And how old were you? Uh, this is not 1990. Maybe no. I should stop. No, it's not
1: about... 1990.
2: But we'll, this, it, was, we'll never talk about this. I was probably again. a junior in college.
1: Okay. And um, so you were in college at the time.
2: Oh yeah, well, we were in college, and we were driving out, and it was some guy that was from the town, and he lived way out in the boonies, and we were driving, and. We got lost, and then we saw a fire, like a bonfire. We thought that's what it was, so we pulled right up to the fire and got out and walked up and didn't recognize anybody, and one guy said, Do they all have hoods on? No. No, they had a, they had Southern White Knights written on their T-shirts.
1: They all had the same T-shirt? A lot of them. Do they look like just scumbags? Yes. Like shitheads? And, we,
2: and the one Sluts. guy said, uh, where's your membership card? And we, were la- we laughed because we thought he was joking, and then the next Ugh. guy says, we're all white here, and then we realized... Oh shit this is the wrong party and so we backed up and then the worst part was as we were walking away i can't remember what one of them said and one of my really drunk girlfriends yells fuck you and then she, they get in their car and we get in the car that's right in front of the right in front of the bonfire and they one guy lifted up a shotgun and aimed it right at the windshield and oh, we
0: God.
2: drove out and we peeled out but it was really scary and he didn't shoot no he just he just was trying to scare us, probably.
1: You know, it was one thing I just thought about that story, that I've heard this story a lot, because I've been with Violet Ruby Tuesday, whoever, <laughs> for a hundred years. But I never thought about this. Those fucking idiots, like, those douchebags probably never saw girls that attractive ever in their lives.
2: And then they ran us off.
1: And they... And they their first MO was like, hey, you don't belong here, yeah. you hot chicks. We're supposed to be a bunch of douchebags that hate everybody yep. together at yep. our sausage party. They got such low self-esteem. Something.
2: God. I don't know what's wrong with people like KKK.
1: KKK is stupid. Anyway, uh, do you think there's a parallel universe somewhere where the the KKK just like hates jelly beans, and that's all they hate? Like,
2: that would be it'd They're like an intense
1: group that puts hoods on, and it's real... It's real shameful to hate jelly beans and that.
2: Maybe. Yeah.
1: 1990. Soul legend Curtis Mayfield was paralyzed from the neck down by falling lighting equipment while performing in New York. Ooh, that's do, do you ever hear about no, that? No, I, don't I don't heard hear about that. Uh, he, oh, God. Poor guy. He continued to compose and record vocals lying down until his death in 1999. Wow. He recorded everything lying down. God. I spent two months lying down. It was terrible. Yeah, you. That poor guy.
2: That's crazy. You spent
1: nine years laying down. Ugh.
2: That kind of sounds nice a little bit to me.
1: Well, yeah, I'd like to. Right now. Now that I'm so tired. Now that children. kids, you got to mm, do the leaves. It
2: kind of sounds like something I'd want to do. Mm.
1: Yeah, I think I could do it now. All right. Um, no, you don't want to do it. You want to be able to at least get up. Yeah, I know. It's really hard to shit laying down.
2: I've never tried. Okay. I didn't know you did.
1: 1990. Oh, uh, smoking was banned on all domestic flights in 1990.
2: Really? It yeah. was that late?
1: Yeah. Jim Swire, whose daughter died in the Lockerbie bombing.
2: You know remember the is.
1: Lockerbie bombing? No. A jealous ex-boyfriend torched a Bronx social club, Happyland, with gasoline to get revenge on his ex-girlfriend. He killed 87 people.
2: Oh, my God. I don't... I didn't yeah, that, that.
1: that was. Yeah, we should talk about this. That was the, the deadliest fire in New York City since the 1911 Triangle Shirtwaist Factory fire. Yeah. That's a big thing that's changed. We would have all known about that. Yeah, if we would have. The internet was around that's social true. media. That's Everyone true. would know about that happening.
2: Yep, that's right. You'd hear about it every minute of the day.
1: Maybe that's what our podcast is. We tell people about everything that happened before the internet. Before that, the That internet. you would have known for a day. <laughs> yeah. Like for an hour, you would have been like, oh my God, can you believe that? Holy shit, fuck that And happened. then you would
2: never rem- think then, of it again. Yeah, and
1: then an hour later, you wouldn't know. But you would have known at one point.
2: Yeah, that's right. When back then, you didn't just didn't know. You
1: didn't hear about it. No. Shit, you didn't give a Unless shit. Unless you read what the newspaper New
2: cover to cover like an no. old person. Yeah,
1: my stepdad knew what happened. Yeah, that's right. That's it. That's
2: right. He did. And
1: then he'd be like, he'd have nobody to talk to about all this knowledge he had, yeah, and then right. so he would just be randomly saying things that nobody cares about. <laughs> shit, maybe he was really a genius. He just was nah, super aware of everything. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> he just, you know what the, you know what the, he was the gas. You know what they want for gas down at the Shell yep. at the corner. Yep.
2: Well,
1: right now the Shell's at two forty three, but. You know what the speedway across the street is? At two forty-five.
2: <laughs> Those are riveting conversations. What, what
1: do they want for gas down there? And that's the thing. We spend so much time worried about gas prices, and
2: even when they're a lot
1: lower, it's only a couple buck. cents. It's like a buck, yeah. <laughs> maybe a dollar. You saved altogether.
2: Yeah, but remember, I mean, people are crazy about it.
1: The nineteen ninety. This will be a good one for you. You remember this. Also in nineteen ninety, rocker Chuck Berry was accused and sued by several women who claimed oh, yeah. that he Saint had Louis. installed a video camera in the ladies' bathrooms at two of his Saint Louis restaurants.
2: That's right. I remember that. St. Charles that. actually is where his restaurant was.
1: Saint Charles is that a in suburb? Louis,
2: yeah, a suburb. And um yeah, I remember I heard we heard all about that that he was peeking in the ladies. Now that's
1: something I didn't know until I met you. That's because right. again, the internet wasn't around and we wouldn't. Nobody would know of it. So that's cool. So you remember that I happening. Do. So you do you remember hearing about that? Oh, yeah. Being in, it was a big deal. You were in high St. school? St. Louis, yeah. You remember being in high school and hearing about that? It was that? a
2: big joke. Really? Yeah. And then we would call, like, if somebody accidentally walked in on somebody else going to the bathroom, you'd call them, get out of here, Chuck Berry. <laughs> it was like a big I'm going to start joke. saying that to people.
1: Because <laughs> I, still, I still don't think, there's not a lot of people...
2: People will just think you're across weird. the country
1: that know that that happened too because I've told people that I like they to, didn't to know do it.
2: that to strangers that accidentally open the stove. Chuck,
1: Chuck Berry? <laughs> they probably yeah. just think you're insane. <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> Jeez, I didn't know this happened. Is this a British website? Maybe a British sitcom aired called. Heil Honey, I'm Home about Hitler and Eva who live next to a Jewish couple. Oh, God. It was canceled after one episode. I guess so. I can't believe that. Today. Heil Honey, I'm Home. Heil, honey. Heil Honey. Heil Honey. Heil, honey. Heil, honey. Heil, honey. Heil, honey. I'm heil, Home. Heil, I'm heil, home. Heil,
0: heil, heil, honey. heil Honey.
1: Smile Honey. Because I'm Home. Gee, it's great to be heil, top, top Gun, but it's nothing the like the fun that I get when I say Heil Honey, I am Home. Heil Honey. Honey. Smile Honey. Gee,
0: it's great to be back Heil, honey, I'm home Heil, honey, I'm home <laughs> he, hi, honey, me? What did I do now? Oh, tonight you were making schnitzel What a joke You must be real
1: mad at me, honey I'm a very, very bad Hitler we checked in with area man Rich Helland, <laughs> and he did a little research on Heil Hunnam Home, and uh, uh, here's what he said. You know, of the 12 Hitler sitcoms scheduled to air in the early 90s, this one was the best. Uh, it had the most going for it. <laughs> um, little known fact, it was also the original premise for Friends. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's Rich. Yo, that uh, thank you, Rich, for your. Um, report that's uh, important information
2: i can't believe we live without that yeah
1: thank you rich and we'll check in with you in uh on the 1991 episode um thank you rich 1990
2: oh gosh what are you reacting sammy to sammy
1: davis junior died in 1990 are you shocked i didn't remember him dying then
2: did you not know he was dead
1: he owed back taxes it was a i knew he was dead now but but
2: you acted like that was like you didn't oh, know he was dude, dead dude
1: listen to this uh, he died in 1990, and then his widow discovered that he was nearly broke and owed a bunch of back taxes. Oh, shit. She then had his body exhumed to strip him of the $70,000 worth of jewelry oh, he, my had God. Buried, he was buried with.
2: I didn't know that happened. Yeah. Holy crazy. crap.
1: And he was survived by his mother they, and his grandmother. They buried
2: him like a pharaoh. $70,000 in jewelry? Yeah. Why would you bury all that? Because it's
1: Shammy Davis, baby.
2: I know, but he's dead.
1: Buried me with my jewelry, baby. dead body. It was probably up his ass. All of it. Put it up my ass and bury me, baby. Uh, he was 64, and his mom was still alive, when, and his grandmother when he died. Jesus. His his mom was 85, and his grandmother was 110.
2: Oh, my God.
1: Put the jewelry up my ass, baby. Is that a good Sammy Davis?
2: No, not really.
1: See, really, if I did Sammy Davis, I'd just be doing Billy Crystal's Sammy Davis right, probably, Exactly. anyway.
2: Hey, I can't. Hey, baby! I know. It's the, hey, that's that's not, baby, baby. Yeah. That's not even close. Hey, man. All right. Sorry. 1990.
1: Uh, there was an anti-drug PSA in 1990 called Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue. It was about Bugs Bunny, Kermit the Frog, Slimer, Garfield, the Chipmunks, and Michelangelo from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, ALF. Another cartoon scaring a fourteen year old marijuana addict. It aired all around the globe. Oh
2: my god, that's so! I don't nerdy. remember
1: that, and I want to see that. That is so nerdy. I want to watch that nostalgia.
2: Like, what me. kind of ad execs or whoever is in a room and they're thinking,
1: "Who are the ad wizards that came up with what, that one?"
2: Yeah, they' Let's. This is all the fourteen year olds are going to be nervous about drugs now.
1: I made our daughter watch it today.
2: Oh yeah, did um,
1: she do? Yeah, she. I made her watch the whole thing. Without further ado, here's Audrey's uh, summation of the. Uh, Cartoon All-Stars PSA. We're here with Audrey Rose. Hi, Audrey. Hi. I understand you just watched the Cartoon All-Stars from 1990 uh, video.
0: Yeah, that was pretty far back.
1: Um, Do you remember who was at the beginning of it introducing the video? No. You don't remember that? It was George Herbert Walker Bush?
0: George W.
1: Bush. No, his dad, George H. W. Bush and barbara bush you remember what they said at the beginning
0: um here's like the all-stars cartoons never do drugs
1: yes and they said stay away from drugs and alcohol yeah you know what's ironic about that is while they were saying that their son who was going to be the president was probably drunk and on drugs somewhere he did a lot of cocaine
0: (laughs) seriously
1: yeah so what did you think of the video overall
0: it was pretty good. I mean, like, the graphics were pretty bad, but, like, overall, I would give it a five.
1: What was the moral of the story?
0: Never do drugs.
1: What kind of drugs?
0: Crack and beer and cigarettes.
1: Crack, beer, and cigarettes?
0: Yes, basically.
1: Those were the bad drugs?
0: Yeah, that's basically what they mentioned. They mentioned all those three thingies.
1: But marijuana's okay, right?
0: I don't even know what that is, but... Oh, okay, good. But if it's a drug, then don't do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. What about... What about uh, cough syrup?
0: That's fine. It's cough. Stop. Okay. But a lot of it? No. Not really. A lot. Only if you're like, Aah!
1: What about huff and glue? Do you know what whippets are? No. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, so the, in the cartoon, there was a cartoon boy and he was doing crack and beer and he was stealing his sister's
0: money. Money, Yes.
1: And who saved the day?
0: Uh, Bugs Bunny. I went to the Chimp chipmunks Chimp Monks. Chip monks. Oh. Yeah. Uh, this... Alf, alien guy. Uh, Garfield. Al- Alf
1: used to be a Muppet that ate cats, and then they made a cartoon oh. of it.
0: Garfield. And then there was Winnie the Pooh. Uh,
1: Winnie the Pooh told you to not do crack?
0: Yeah, Tigger. Or Tiger. Tigger, I think yeah. Tigger.
1: Um, Overall, do you think do you think it'll stop you from doing crack?
0: Yeah, but I never did crack. So this is,
1: like... is anybody in your school doing crack right now? Nope. What it's about beer? Yeah. Anybody drink beer in your class?
0: Okay, here's a <laughs> here's a tiny, tiny bit of a recap. One time in the summer, my daddy, he was in the pool laying on like this cot thingy. I don't know. Um, and he asked me to go get him a bottle of beer. So, <laughs> Great. So I did and I asked my mom if I could open it for him before I did it. And so she let me, so I just opened it. Um, And then when I got out, I asked... My daddy, if I could have just, like, one sip because I never tried beer before, I just want one sip, just one sip. And he's like, okay, fine, but only one sip. And I don't think you'll like it. And then I was like, okay. And then I tried it, and I literally spit it out, like, everywhere. Hated (laughs) beer. Beer is so disgusting. Never try beer, kids. Never try beer. so disgusting.
1: And so now you'll never try it again, right? Nope. Because you know it's terrible. Yes. So I'm a great father. Do you have anything else to say about the year 1990?
0: That was a long time ago.
1: What do you think was going on in 1990?
0: Uh, people still had carriages, horse carriages. You think? Yes.
1: So you don't think cars were invented yet? Nope. And that was Audrey Rose. Thank you, Audrey. Uh, we appreciate your insight and your summary of that video. And she also made us feel incredibly old. In the video, the kid was addicted to crack and beer. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, the fourteen-year-old car- yeah, cartoon character was smoking crack and drinking beer, and he stole. I think his- I heard her ta- her watching that it, earlier. Yeah, she he- said,
2: that kid, that baby is smoking.
1: It's <laughs> so, like a baby smoking. And there was like a ghost of. It was really weird. It's like Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy went into his brain.
0: Oh my like, god! Like it was really
1: odd and weird, and she didn't think that was that weird. I guess. Nineteen ninety. The first rap single to reach number one in the U.S. was in nineteen ninety. What was it? You're never gonna guess what the first rap single to reach number one in the U.S.
2: Was, was. it? Is is like I don't know what chart wild thing is and stuff considered rap?
1: Yeah, so and it's this probably one,
2: funky cold Medina or no, something.
1: Th- this one's a little worse. This one's probably the worst rap song ever.
2: Ice, ice baby.
1: Ice, ice baby. It is, is it? ding, 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 ding. That's so sad. That's that's racist right there. The I first can't, rap single is a white guy.
2: I can't. Um, I, I always think of Jim Carrey doing white, white baby. Remember that?
1: Was that him that did that? Yeah, it was. Living color? Yeah,
2: it was him. And it was hysterical. It was yeah. back when he was funny.
1: Before he got crazy. He yeah. was crazy. He is crazy. 1990. Oh, May 17th, 1990. The World Health Organization no longer listed homosexuality as a mental illness.
2: Oh my god. Yeah, 1990. Like you, Liberating. 1990? Yeah, that's great. So it was still considered a mental illness while I, when yep. I was in high school? Yes. Wow. That's terrible.
1: So, some of our best friends uh, were considered insane and mentally ill until 1990.
2: Let's name them all right now.
1: Should we out everyone? (laughs) No. Um, Because maybe that'll be our next podcast. It'll be um,
2: just a list
1: of people we think might be gay. Who we think might be gay. And we'll just go ahead and out them in case they are.
2: Yeah.
1: And then we can always just do retractions in the next episode. Okay. Apologies. Anyway, we all agree it's Fucking ridiculous that homosexuality was ever considered a mental illness, and it's sad. It's really sad about the state of our society. It well, we're better.
2: Everybody. We're better now. I, wait a minute. Are we? No.
1: Are we better? <laughs> yeah, I take that back. Are we? Yeah,
2: that's yeah, sad. It's
1: we're literally living in hell. Yeah, we are. That's true.
2: <laughs> this is hell. We live in hell.
1: Nineteen ninety. Oh, the World Wide Web, Internet Protocol, and www language were created in
2: nineteen ninety. Wow. Ooh.
1: ABC aired 11 episodes of an ill-fated police drama presented as a musical. Oh, Cop Rock. Cop Rock. Yep. TV guy dubbed it the single most bizarre TV musical of all time.
2: That, I, they should redo that.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they will. Yeah, they, as soon as they hear this podcast. That's right. Dude, cost of a Super Bowl ad in 1990, $700,000. Now it's millions, right? The cost of a Super Bowl ad in 2018 yes. could exceed 5 million dollars.
2: Five million dollars.
1: Five million dollars. Wow. So that's really... That's a big difference
2: there. That's crazy. Yep.
1: 1990. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. played with his dad during the MLB season of 1990 and in one game senior and junior hit (sighs) back-to-back home runs. Ken Griffey Sr. and Ken Griffey Jr., a a father and son playing on the same team and they hit back-to-back home runs. That's crazy shit. You can't sleep through that.
2: Yeah, I guess you're right. Damn, Sports son of a just f- makes me go to sleep. A father and a
1: son playing on the same team? Uh, the cool people were watching Twin Peaks on ABC, and everybody was watching Macaulay Culkin, Culkin and Home Alone.
2: I've never seen Home Alone. Believe that?
1: You haven't? No. Nope. I, I haven't either. And I never
2: saw Twin Peaks either.
1: I mean either. It's
2: supposed to be good. We were
1: busy getting trim in
2: 1990. No, it, it's supposed
1: to be good, <laughs> the Twin Peaks. Yeah. No? I don't know. If you're fucking, thinking your bed, everybody. McDonald's switched to vegetable oil from beef fat in 1990.
2: Yeah, they used to spray everything in beef tallow, like even the fruit pies.
1: Oh, uh, during the first Gulf War in 1990, NBC delayed the start time to the Tonight Show by five minutes to give their affiliates more time to cover the Gulf War. Uh, one, once local stations had those five precious minutes, they never gave them back. This is why all late night shows in the U.S. started at
2: 11:35. Oh wow, I didn't know that. Isn't
1: that crazy, yeah. I wondered why that, they did that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: 1990. 1990's most popular Christmas gifts. Bob Mackie Barbie. What's a Bob Mackie Barbie? Oh, yeah. Barbie? I remember that. Who's Bob Mackie?
2: He's a designer. And oh. they came out with Bob Mackie Barbies and they had these beautiful. Oh, so they're
1: not Barbies of him.
2: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like some guy named Bob. Like little girls played with a guy named Bob.
2: No, no. They had Bob beautiful Mackie. Bob Mackie gowns on.
1: Not Barb Mackie?
2: No. <laughs> no. And it wasn't a was Barbie a guy doll, doll a, guy. a guy with a
1: beard no. I'm
2: Bob Mackey yeah. Play with my doll
1: Taboo that's when taboo came out oh, I remember I when that first time Yeah around. I do too Super Mario World video game um popular movies were Arachnophobia Yep
2: remember, remember that? that Yep
1: Dances with Wolves which my cousin oh, yeah. my cousin Jake says that's that's a damn good movie In fact it's you can't have a conversation with my cousin Jake that, that doesn't involve Dances, dances with, with wolves. wolves He always brings it back it's to It's all
2: right with I liked it a lot when I first saw it, but I was in high school. I never saw but it. But now I have more of a critical eye. I, I'm like, eh. It's Kevin Costner, Kevin right? Costner, can't yeah. be that good. I
1: know. That guy sucks. Yeah. He's, he's like, how, why was he so popular for
2: a while? Because like, he was dreamy, supposedly. Was, I never thought. He looked like a. I I never thought he was. He was I never thought he was good guy. looking at all. But.
1: Like that whole, like who would ever believe that Winnie Houston would want to bang him during The body art? He's just a oh, yeah. douchebag. Like, he's he just is. like.
2: What was the movie that got him, him famous? Have you play here. What, <laughs> movie, what movie got him famous? Waterworld? No. Uh,
1: Elliot, where he played Elliot Ness, the Untouchables. No, maybe? No, it was
2: before that. It was there was one like big, there was one big, um, blockbuster that made him famous, and now I can't remember what it was. F-
1: Bull Durham, Field yes. of Dreams.
2: Bull Durham, I think it was. Yeah, Bull Durham. Bull
1: Durham, yeah, and Field Field and of then Dreams. Field of I remember, Dreams yeah. came out right
2: after that, and that was everybody was crazy about That's that. That's right. Yeah, I
1: should have known those. Yeah. Anyway, back to 1990, Days of Thunder.
2: Oh, that was so stupid. Filmed
1: here in Charlotte, I think. Die Hard 2, Die Harder. Dick Tracy. That was awful. Edward Scissorhands. Oh, that was a good one. Did you still think he was dreaming in that?
2: I think I worked at that movie theater in 1990, because a lot of these... I, saw, I remember seeing Dick Tracy there. Was Batman in
1: 1990?
2: Ghost. Must have been... Maybe 89 was Batman.
1: Home Alone. Misery. Presumed Innocent Pretty Misery's Woman. Misery's a good one. Problem Child. I remember when Pretty Woman came out. That was a big Yeah, that was a deal. big deal. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That movie was cool. Now, Ghost. <clears throat> I had to go see Ghost with a girl in high school. That I was dating. I don't want to hear the story. And man, one thing led to Stop another. It. No, Stop it. no. But I was very disappointed because, and I remember making this joke to the person at the movie place, and not one person except for me thought it was funny. And I was like, and Is "You're this? gonna tell it now?" Yeah. I was like, "Is this Ghost Dad?" Oh, I, I want to see Ghost Dad.
2: And never but nobody got it
1: everybody's like, no, it's Ghost.
2: That's not a funny joke anymore.
1: Yeah, because Bill Cosby yeah, rapes people. That's right. But I do think that made me realize that I need to break up with a girl I'm with right now because... She
2: didn't laugh at your Ghost Dad All the people I was jumped.
1: with, like they didn't think that was funny that I would rather see Ghost Dad than Ghost. <laughs> ghost was pretty stupid. Yeah, I was. I mean, I like the part where he's learning to... Make things move and move. stuff, but and the, that guy was like,
2: "Get off my train!" Yeah, that was that guy was cool. <laughs> the best of that, guy. that actor is awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, that guy is awesome. There was a guy who looked like that at our it was when we worked. At, looking. We worked at the airport. You know, we had all these yeah. things. All the forklift drivers were crazy people. There was a guy. And I didn't realize he looked like that guy. Everybody called him Skeletor.
2: Yeah. Because
1: he was just the ugliest fucking dude you ever see. But my friend Bill Rixey was like, you know who he looks like, Joe? You know who he looks like? I was like, who? He's like, he looks like, get off my train! Yeah, and you were like totally. Like, and he would just say, get off my train on it. So every time that guy would go by, Bill would go, get
2: off my train! Like, every <laughs> I didn't time. know what he was talking Nobody about.
1: had any idea except me and Bill. And I would That's just funny. crack up. Ah, Bill Rixey, I miss that guy. 1990. The most popular television shows, uh, 1 to 10, were, number one, Cheers. Great,
2: yes, best show ever.
1: Sixty Minutes for the old people. Yep, Roseanne.
2: Oh, I love Roseanne. In.
1: Yep, A Different World, The Cosby Show. I used to love A Different World, didn't you, with Dwayne Wayne? It was you all right. That. Um, I got a pair of his glasses that flipped up. They had yes. them in a cereal box. You oh, really? Right. Get them in a cereal box, and I wore them. Murphy Brown. Empty Nest, uh, America's Funniest Home Videos was big then. Henry would have loved this time. The Golden Girls was number nine.
2: You would have loved this time too. Yeah, goddamn, I love the
1: fucking Blanche. She's so
2: fucking hot. All right, keep going. God, I want some Blanche. Stop it,
1: Blanche. do Blanche, Blanche, but Betty White was hot. She too. was
2: really the prettiest one. She
1: was pretty. I would bang Betty White right Blanche now.
2: Blanche kind of looked like somebody hit her in the face with a frying pan. That's a little bit. A little
1: bit. He, you know, honestly, I still I do be Arthur.
2: Well, B. Arthur's all right. She's no Eileen Warnos.
1: That's true. Speaking of Eileen Warnos, yeah. Yeah. that's a good segue.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, here's bands Aerosmith, Be Sure, Babyface, Bellevue DeVoe, oh, I love Bobby Bob Brown, Devo. Bellevue DeVoe was the best, Depeche Mode, En Vogue, Hart, Janet Jackson, Johnny Gill, Keith Sweat. Lenny Kravitz, Lisa Stansfield, Luther Vandross, Madonna, Mariah Carey, MC Madonna, Hammer, Michael Bolton, Michael Jackson, Motley Crue, New Kids on the Block. Motley Crew I was a big fan of. Pebbles, Phil Collins. Pebbles, remember Pebbles? Yes.
2: Do you want to ride in my Mercedes Benz? Oh, is that her? Ride I thought that down. was Taylor Dane or someone.
1: I think it was Pebbles. Oh, was it? Her biggest singles were Girlfriend. That why, was it. Do you ever think you so know? bad? But Mercedes Boy also was her in 1988. Oh, it was. Do you I wanna ride on my Mercedes, boy? It was eighty-eight. Oh, the song in nineteen ninety she had that was really big was
2: giving you the benefit of, of the, the doubt. doubt. I remember that. Giving it a minute, yeah. That's about all I remember about that. Song. Giving you the benefit,
1: Stevie B. You remember Stevie B. No. Oh, he sang, this is so embarrassing. My first girlfriend ever. This was our song. Oh God! It was because you just picked a song. Yeah. I didn't know there was a song until I started dating. Yeah, this is our song. Is always on the radio. Because
2: I love you. Oh, I hate that song. I know. hate that My song. Hots right. I hate that song. Yeah,
1: I do too. But I thought I was supposed to like it because the girl told me I was supposed to. Oh, it's uh, such a
2: horrible song.
1: Taylor Dane, Tony Tony, Tony.
2: Yep. Tony Tony Tony. Tony 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 have done it again.
1: Whitney Houston, Wilson Phillips. Those are the big ones. Yeah. Yes, but speaking of Wilson Phillips Eileen Warnos. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a better segue than mine.
1: I'll just I'll just edit yours back into this time.
2: Okay. Okay, so um, in 1990, Sorry. the true crime or bizarre event that I chose was Eileen Warnos's rampage of murder through Florida. Um, Eileen Warnos was arrested at the Lake Resort Bar in Port Orange, Florida in January 1991.
1: 91, is she was arrested, but she but did she all did this all the, in 1990. Yes, that's right. You'll remember Eileen Warnos, uh, Charlize Theron. The monster played her in, in Monster. Monster. The movie and Monster. And she still
2: looked big. hot even though she was
1: Shirley's Theron did she did a great job of looking she, terrible.
2: But she but she still they could have got a somebody I mean, Shirley's
1: Theron is Theron. They should have had somebody
2: they should have had somebody player who was That's the thing. Like, you there's know, tons of actors already in
1: Hollywood all the pretty people get all the roles. I Couldn't know. you give one it's, it's the a, role is a butt ugly person. Yeah, Can't you get one of the
2: less fortunate looking people a exactly. job? Exactly. That's what I think. That's a good point. You know? Jeez
1: so anyway, you have to give a beautiful person that one, too? You
2: know what? So, um,
1: Shit. 1990.
2: Eileen Wuornos, so a stocky, straggly-haired woman with desperate eyes and a foul mouth, didn't hesitate to tell judge and jury exactly what she thought of them when she appeared in court. Boom. And she had lived in motels and rented rooms and on the streets among Florida's drifters and earned her living as a prostitute along the interstate highway. And in late 1989, she killed one of the men who picked her up and over the next year killed at least five more.
1: It was one of the men that picked her up for prostitution. Yeah,
2: and she she always claimed it was rape. That first one was was in a rape. Sometimes she was called a man-hating lesbian killer, America's first female serial killer, or a feminist hero who murdered in self-defense. All right, so she grew up in Troy, Michigan. Troy, Michigan. Not far from Toledo, where I'm from. Her mother abandoned her as an infant, and her father committed suicide while serving a prison sentence for child molestation. That's a great way to start your life. Yeah. As an adolescent, she lived for a time in the woods at the end of her street. So oh she God. was, she, she moved in with her grandparents.
1: Oh, her grandma. I was like, and her, she going to an orphanage
2: or and something? And her grandpa, she, she said, she claimed he molested her too.
1: He probably and did. And that
2: she left and moved into the woods behind her house and like lived in the woods, but she still went to school and stuff. So
1: here's a child that just, you can imagine how much she was made fun of and picked on.
2: Well, she was because then she, she would give sexual favors for cigarettes in the woods to <sighs> other, to boys in the neighborhood. Over. Wait, who
1: hasn't given sexual favors for cigarettes in the woods?
2: It's true. Jeb Bush put her to death. He, he's the... He, oh, Jeb Bush from Florida. He was the governor yeah. at the time. This woman, Mrs. Jenkins, began writing to Warno in early 2002.
0: While she was in while jail. While she was in
2: jail and um, ended up... In, and she was this born-again Christian lady and she ended up adopting her. Mm. As her daughter. Oh, really? And so, on the night before she was executed, she gave us her blessing to look at her letters, Mrs. Jenkins said. That's how Charlize Theron got, it, I guess, into her mind for the part. But anyway, let me go back to her. She
1: read the letters?
2: She read these letters that she did. All right, so she was exchanging sexual activities in school in exchange for cigarettes, drugs, and food. And she also engaged in sexual activities with her brother. She had a brother. Mm. She said her alcoholic grandfather sexually assaulted and beat her when she was a child. In 1970, at the age of 14, she became pregnant. Gave birth to a boy at home for unwed mothers in 1971. So there's somebody out there oh, God. that's one year older than me. Her son. That is her son, which uh. is always weird to think. Um, she gave it up for adoption. This was in Michigan? Yeah. So a few months after her son was born. She dropped out of school at about the same time that her grandmother died of liver failure. When she was fifteen, her grandfather threw her out of the house, and she started becoming a prostitute and living in the woods near her old home. In 1974, when she was eighteen, she was arrested for a DUI, disorderly conduct, and firing a 22 caliber pistol from a moving vehicle. <laughs> she so probably she's had having to a do happy that. night. She, was, she probably had to do that. She was having a fun night shooting out the card window. Yeah, whatever. Situation, and, I mean,
1: if you're living in the woods and you're eighteen and, and you're guess. drunk, you probably need to shoot somebody.
2: Well, then, in '76, she his hiked hitchhiked to Florida, where she met 69-year-old yacht club president Louis Gratz Fell, and they married that same year.
1: She married a
2: yacht club president. 69-year-old yacht club when she was like 18, oh, and gross. announcement of their nuptials was printed in the local newspaper society pages. However, she continually involved herself in confrontations at their local bar, and eventually went to jail for assault. She also hit Fell with his own cane, leading him to get a restraining order against her. This is a real classy couple.
1: Now, yacht clubs—you think about it, like what yacht club president is going to be? Yachts are kind of. Prostitute. Aren't yachts kind of like white, like white trash with money? Yeah, kind of thing. Like they're still trashy, and the I mean, I boat think it's people. different culture
2: though. If you live in California or something, in like, Florida, you're thinking of the the Great Lakes yachts. <laughs> like you're
1: thinking. No, I'm thinking of Florida. Like oh, that's I went true. down there Florida. for Jimmy Jimmy's yeah. wedding and. It was on the docks, and there was all these big boats, Mm -hmm. but all the people, they had money, but they were like white trash with money. Yeah,
2: exactly. In 1976, she returned to Michigan. She was arrested there, charged with assault and disturbing the peace for throwing a cue ball at a bartender's head. (sighs) Um, So she went back to Michigan. Yes, then she went back to Michigan. After the divorce. After the divorce. But
1: nobody's dead yet. Nobody's dead
2: yet. On July 17th, her brother Keith died of esophageal cancer, and she received $10,000 from his life insurance.
1: That's the brother that she banged?
2: Her and the old man annulled their marriage July 21st after only nine weeks. In August 76, she was given a $105 fine for drunk driving. She used Keith's inheritance money to pay the fine and spent the rest within two months by using it to buy luxuries, including a new car, which she... She wrecked shortly afterwards. Keith's degree
1: in name. 1981.
2: She was arrested in Edgewater, Florida, for armed robbery of a convenience store, where she so- stole thirty-five dollars and two packs of cigarettes. So she started out as a robber.
1: What year was this?
2: That was in 81. Um, so
1: she was back in Florida again. Yep. So she must have just went back and forth. Yeah. All the
2: time. She was sent to prison in 82 and released in June of 83. In May of 84, she was arrested for attempting to pass forged checks at a bank in Key West.
1: Poor Eileen.
2: November 85 she was named as a suspect in the theft of a revolver and ammunition in Pasco County.
1: And that that was about the time when Hulk Hogan was winning the world championship. 95 WrestleMania He i I'm one. glad you I'm, he glad, beat the Iron Sheik. I'm
2: glad that we, I know I know that now. January of 86 she was arrested in Miami and charged with car theft, resisting arrest and obstruction of justice. They found a 38 caliber revolver and a box of ammo in her car and in the stolen car. So she keeps doing all this stuff. Gosh,
1: her whole life was just that. Life of crime.
2: Around this time, she met Tyria Moore, a hotel maid at Daytona Gay Bar. Ty- that was
1: Tyria Moore?
2: Remember that... Christina Ricci character.
1: Yeah, I don't remember. They the movie moved in at all, together, a of her and Warno
2: supported them with their earnings as a sex worker. Yeah, the real Tyria Moore looks nothing like Christina Ricci. She's Does she look hotter? Big, she's a big, <laughs> chunky lesbian.
0: Okay. Yeah, um, I don't think
2: <laughs> anybody say that. Daytona Beach police detained Warnos and Moore at a bar for questioning regarding an incident in which they were accused of assault and battery with a beer bottle. So she keeps getting in trouble with the law. Then, Richard Mallory was the first murderer. Um, he was a um, electronics store owner and um in palm harbor where his strip mall tv sh- vcr repair shop was yeah
1: it was a tv vcr repair, repair. shop yeah that's always and uh <laughs> he
2: was he was absent from work all the time without explanation he was he had kind of a uh, erratic lifestyle i guess do you
1: do you think most women grow up aspiring to marry, marry a TV? That, yes VCR oh yeah well he had a mustache too he had a mustache
2: he did um he was he he was divorced, say, and uh, oh, he was out. a regular customer at Topless Bars <laughs> yeah. in Tampa and Clearwater. That surprises me that a guy and, who owns a TV
1: and, and shop all the, hookers the mustache, and, <laughs>
2: all the hookers and strippers knew him by name. The
1: hookers, I know a guy like that from high school.
2: But he had spent ten years <laughs> in a Maryland prison for a sexual assault.
1: We're hmm. really talking about this guy. Really, probably deserved it.
2: No, let's not say that. Nobody okay. deserves to be murdered.
1: No, I don't know, but let's just say he probably, did, he might have done something wrong.
2: He might, yeah, he might he have. was sketch. Right. So, he, uh, on uh, the evening of November 30th, he closed up his TV repair shop and he drove home. And
1: This was 1989, right? Leading into 1990?
2: Uh, yes. November 30th, yes.
1: 1989. Cause that, yes. That, um, that same night, the Cosby Show was on, and the specific episode was called Gr- Grampy and Nunu Visit the Huxtables? tempers flare when Denise's in-laws uh, visit the Huxtable clan and, and her mother-in-law was played by jazz singer Nancy Wilson. That oh, was on TV God. the I'm night so this glad. happened.
2: I'm so glad the 1990s not here anymore. Um, so then uh, Eileen was hitchhiking and a couple people had dropped her off and it was raining. She was under an overpass and he I spotted her me. and he slowed down and they got in the, she got in the car and they chatted and Got some beer.
1: You know, it was probably on the radio on that November thirtieth, nineteen
2: eighty nine. What do you, I mean, you're going to tell me? I have a feeling.
1: Blame it on the rain by Millie Vanilli. <laughs> so
2: that's so that is very. Um,
1: she's under an overpass and she and gets it's, into and a it's, car. She's, blam-
2: she's blaming with, it on the blame rain. Blame it on the rain. There's rain. She was blaming it on the that's rain. Exactly, that's exactly. It's so perfect. He probably had it on the radio when she pulled. He probably into the had the car. it
1: jamming. He was probably just jamming. So, it on the
2: so they got some beer and at around five a.m. he started. He brought up that maybe they should, you know, do it. And, um, so he pulls up the road into the woods and they kind of make out, I guess, a little bit or something. And then, um, the charges stated that she pulled out a 22 and started firing at him. She always said it was in self-defense,
1: but, um... Do you think at any time during their confrontation... Either one of them mentioned that five days earlier, Hulk Hogan had just defended his world title against the genius Lanny Poffo.
2: I doubt it. I doubt. Oh, nice. I really doubt that. So anyway, that a, um, she shot him a few times. Um, he he didn't die immediately. One of the bullets punctured his lung, and um, for about fifteen minutes, he struggled for life while she watched him die. Basically,
1: oh, Gurgle, blood gurgling in his throat. Yep.
2: <sighs> um, then the the following day, his car was found in Ormond Beach. And then, nearby, they found his wallet and his driver's license, credit cards that were expired, mm-hmm. um, two plastic tumblers, and a half-empty <laughs> bottle of vodka. This was a classy night. You'd think um, she would take
1: the rest of the vodka with her.
2: And then, the driver's seat of his car was pushed way forward. So, it's obvious a woman oh, somebody. Because she was real shorter. short. Yeah, she was. She mm-hmm. was real short, even for a woman, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, two dudes who are scavenging for some scrap metal, as, as you do, were... Award-winning dudes. They found his body on Wednesday, December 13th, 1989, five miles from where his car was found. Um, it was skeletonized from the collarbone to the top of the head. Oh. I don't know why just that part was skeletonized. That's kind of weird to me. maybe that was all um, that was
1: exposed? Maybe it was all like under... It was laying under like, a clothes. piece of
2: cardboard with only his fingers showing. And <sighs> it was fully dressed in jeans and a pullover um, oh, it was fully dressed. Yep. And some, but the head was exposed. And some dentures were laying next to the body. So,
1: So they must have just fallen out huh, as he decomposed. They had to
2: remove his hands and transport them to the crime lab to identify him because you can't uh, fingerprint War. a body that decomposed. So they had to take his hands off to do War. that, which is something I don't think about when I think about that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, you wouldn't, unless you watch Forensic Files.
2: Which, yeah. Um then the next murder was David Spears. He was a forty-seven-year-old construction so, worker.
1: You think so? We think this first murder really just it just changed like that changed things in her, probably. Don't you think? Like that I think just she, opened the floodgates. I think she was
2: hammered. You think and mad and angry at the world and just yeah. decided to say "fuck you" and just yeah. It was just. I think she was probably teetering on the edge. For before that, you know, and that's like, fur- But that, that, that was that a, murder an oppor- opportunity and then she got the taste for it kind of thing. Open floodgates. So, um, this guy, David Spears, this construction worker on Saturday, May 19th, 1990.
1: Which uh, during that time, Madonna- Madonna's Vogue was the number one song.
2: Oh, yeah. I love that. He left work at 210 and was never seen alive again. Hmm. Um, he spotted her hitchhiking again, offered her a ride. Hmm. They ended up pulling into the woods, which was the same thing as the last one. Um, then his truck was found abandoned on May 20th, and uh, that's Before, all we really know about about that. His um,
1: truck was abandoned on May 20th. Before that happened, that night that this happened, he could have just been home watching ABC because it was airing the 10th episode of the Elvis series.
2: Okay. Do you remember the
1: Elvis series?
2: I have no memory of that. Yeah,
1: that was a series and in May 19th, 1990. So just to give folks an idea, this was happening during that. If you remember that, that's when this happened.
2: So then, um, A blonde hair was found on the steering wheel, and a ripped condom packet was found on the floor of the vehicle. Gross. All his personal property was missing. Uh, the driver's seat again pulled too close to the steering wheel. Um, on June first, a man found the body lying in a clearing past a dump site. You guys, the the moral of the story is: don't go. <laughs> don't pick up. Don't go searching of- for scrap metal, oh, yeah. and don't go. <laughs> Around dump sites, like sh- strolling, because yeah. that you're going to find a dead body. You know what we
1: should do is interview people that just look for scrap metal and see how many dead bodies they found.
2: They have probably found a lot. Didn't you know a guy that did that a lot? He's a no. scrap metal guy? No. He
1: a, yes, he had a metal detector, and Henry was all excited. Oh, he just
2: had a metal detector. He didn't go around that? scrap metal dump sites. Who was that? Steve Green.
1: We need to call him and find out how, how many, many dead bodies, bodies he's, he's found. Seen. 1990.
2: The body was badly decomposed. Of course, and it was naked except for a camouflage baseball cap. And then on the ground was littered with beer cans again.
1: You know, this was, while that was probably happening, that murder, uh, Ric Flair was fighting Lex Luger in a steel cage. That's probably right. And uh, Sounds about right. Yeah, and the four horsemen all jumped into the ring and, and triple teamed Lex Luger. And it was despicable, but not as despicable as this murder. No,
2: that's true. And then the next one, Charles Karskadon was a 40-year-old road digger and part-time rodeo rider. And he was on his way from his mother's home to pick up his fiancé in Tampa. On June 6th, his body was found off the highway. The corpse was covered with grass and foliage and covered in a green electric blanket. Remember those? My mom still uses one of those.
1: An, an electric, electric blanket, blanket? The green one?
2: That's like, who thought that was a good idea? I, it can't
1: be good, right?
2: I mean... Let's electrify something we're going to sleep It's on. like
1: sleeping with a bunch of extension cords it on is, top of you. <laughs> it is. Um, this guy, he was doing he, what to his aunt? He was coming back from his mom's
2: house? He was. And he was a
1: part-time rodeo he worker? Was,
2: yeah, a part-time rodeo worker. And it was on his way from his mother's home to pick up his fiance in Tampa. But she was hot. And on June 6th, his body was found off the highway.
1: Oh, that's when Hold On by Wilson Phelps was number one song.
2: He had been shot nine times in the chest, and his Cadillac was found the next day. Oh,
1: I read where she described in court killing that guy uh, uh, like right away, as soon as he got in the back seat. And then after he was already dead, she was rummaging through his car. Yeah. And she discovered a, f- a forty-five in the glove compartment. Oh, right. And got so pissed off that he was going to kill her, even though she already killed him. And then just unloaded her gun into him like seven Jeez. more shots.
2: Jeez. Then the next guy, Peter Seams, was 65-year-old retired merchant seaman. Early on the morning of June seventh, neighbors saw that he was a part-time missionary, and the neighbors saw him loading up his trunk with Bibles. I guess he would so go around that. and and preach the good word or whatever. In June nineteen ninety, Seams left Jupiter, Florida, to go to Arkansas. So he was traveling on a road trip. Um, that's really all we know. Then his body was found on July fourth, nineteen ninety. His bo- his car was found in Orange Springs, Florida,
1: on July fourth, nineteen ninety. It was yeah. a Wednesday the same night Jake that Batman was, was
2: on that was when it um, they were driving it it was a Pontiac Sunbird and mm-hmm. they careened off the road and smashed into some barbed wire fence and Drunk, shattered probably. the windshield Yeah, well these two women saw were sitting on a porch and they could hear these women screaming and cussing <laughs> at each other and throwing beer cans and license plates and stuff Classy. and they were yeah and then they went over to see if they could help and the blonde woman was begging them not to call the police then they got back into the car and somehow got it back on the road with a lot of difficulty and sped off and then they got a flat tire and they had to stop not not too far down the road and a passing motorist stopped to offer assistance and noticed that w- women were bleeding and very drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't laugh, but you I, know. I don't know why that's funny. Yeah. July,
1: they probably like well, Fourth of July, Fourth yeah, of July, just celebrating. We, the, that's
2: how we do down in Florida. That's the same time no. that
1: wrestler Brutus Beefcake injur- was injured during parasailing accident. They shattered his face, oh my and god. he just disappeared. Like some uh, parasailing, like a for woman. real or yeah, is part in real of the life? Show? No, he was. Par- it was in a parasailing thing. Like he was supposed to be. He had this big push, and was going to be big on wrestling. And there was an accident. They, his face got shattered.
2: Oh my god!
1: Um, and he was just talking about he had to stick his hands. It was in the water. He got flown 100 feet in the air into the water. His face, his bones were all shattered, and he had to take his hand and shove it into his nose and mouth to keep his face from falling apart. Oh, my so he God. breathe. And they... He said he, he didn't know how they rescued him, but now he's got all these like steel stuff in his. And then he came back to wrestling after a while. Oh my
2: God, you're kidding. Yeah, yeah. So he it's was supposed crazy. to
1: wrestle and he was going to win all these belts and it was a big deal. And then he just disappeared and nobody knew what happened. Wow. And it was a parasailing incident on July crazy. 4th, 1990. That same same
2: time that they were crashing into yeah, the barbed wire yeah, I and mean, screaming and cussing. At you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the same time. Maybe that's what they were screaming and cussing about. No, no, no. no.
2: no so, um, so they get this flat tire mm-hmm. and the guy stops notices that they're drunk and bleeding and um, it Warnos asks for a ride and they the guy's like no way uh, and she gets real mad at him and starts cussing at him <laughs> and he leaves but he does call the fire department to, to report the injured women and um, two emergency vehicles show up but Warnos denies that she, that was her car <laughs> Like she's standing there drunk and bleeding <laughs> and she's like that's not my car I don't know what you're talking about what yeah. car I don't see a car
1: well she was telling the truth it wasn't her car
2: that's true. That's true. And then uh, at nine forty four, a state trooper responded to the emergency call and found the car. And the license plates had been removed, but they used the VIN number and found that it belonged to P- Peter Seams, who had, was missing was had already known as missing. And so they, they had sketches drawn up of the two women from the witness accounts. Yeah,
1: but they didn't keep. They didn't take him into custody at this.
2: No, time. no, because they were gone by that time.
1: So at this point, the sketches were out there. Yeah, and this comes up later because yeah, uh, Tyra. Tyra?
2: Tyria. Tyria.
1: <laughs> it wasn't Tyra Banks? No, it
2: wasn't Tyra Banks.
1: Tyria sees that on the TV, right? Yes. And, and ditches her. Yes. Okay. But that's a so then foreshadowing.
2: You, then the next one, on July 30th, 1990, so l- later in that month, uh, Eugene Troy Burris was a sausage salesman. Sausage <laughs> he, <laughs> he was reported missing when he didn't show up for work that day.
1: Oh, yeah, and he... Yeah, and his truck—they were missing a sausage truck too.
2: That's right. And so at four o'clock a.m., it was a van. His van was found on the side of the road, and it was locked, and the keys were missing. And then a family out for a picnic in Ocala National Forest found his body. So that was a great picnic day for them.
1: Um, so on Monday, July thirtieth, again, this guy would have been fine if he had just stayed home to watch ABC's new failed pilot called Project Tinman. Oh, he could have just watched that or uh, or go to see problem Child was the number one movie at the time or he could have just stayed home listening to records uh, or the radio. Which... They didn't
2: have records in 1990 That's they true. were <laughs> they records well
1: they could to, he could have listened to the radio and Mariah Carey's vision of love would have come on.
2: So these people that oh, find his body oh, yeah. five days later and they it was in a clearing about eight miles from his van and his wife later had to identify him by his wedding ring. Ooh. He was killed by by two 22 caliber shots to the chest. Then Dick Humphreys was the next guy. He was a retired U.S. Air Force major. So um, this next guy, Dick Humphreys, he Dick was Humphreys. a retired U.S. Air Force major, a former state child abuse investigator, and a former chief of police. So that was a risky one to, to choose. On yeah. September 11th, 1990, he disappeared after picking up what he saw as this blonde female hitchhiker. Um, the following evening, his body was found off the highway. He was shot seven times and his money was missing. His car was found September 19th, 70 miles north of the scene. And a receipt from a nearby gas station had a time stamp on it. And then so the police took that, questioned the clerk, and then mm-hmm. the clerk remembered the two that w- that it was two women mm-hmm. that came in.
1: September 11th, 1990.
2: And the, ske- the sketches, he said that was who it was. And so then the police, that was when the police realized there was a serial killer around, a woman, female serial At killer.
1: This, September 11th, Wilson Phillips' Release Me was the number one song. There was, CBS aired a pilot called The Family Man, starring Al from Happy Days. <laughs> fat guy. That night, he could have watched Who's the Boss? It was on. Could have. It was a Tuesday night.
2: And then, Walter Antonio was a 60-year-old trucker and on November 18th. So, they've gotten away with this for months now. Yeah, so at this point, now I, it's, November it's 18th. just like,
1: at some point, the light has probably gone on we can fund ourselves this way. Let's just yeah, kill these dudes. Yeah, that's what it is. And we'll get the money, and we'll just, you know, this is how we'll go.
2: And so this one, he was, um, on November 18th, a police officer out hunting found his nude body in on, in Dixie County, and he had been shot four times. And then on November 24th, his car was found.
1: I was say, meanwhile, while he's finding this body, Parker Lewis Can't Lose is on television. I, remember,
2: I used to love that show. Did you? I did. That
1: night, here was a lineup. Fox had a great lineup at this time. Yes, True Colors. I don't know if you remember True Colors. Yes, I True Colors, Parker Lewis Can't Lose, In Living Color, Get a Life with Chris Elliott, which oh, was fabulous. Oh, that was great. Married with Children. Yes. That was a good Wasn't The Simpsons on? It. it wasn't on... Uh,
2: not when that was going on? Apparently the, not.
1: Not that, that night. That was on there, um, too. Predator 2 was the big movie.
2: By December, the detectives had a number of leads. A man had said that two women who fit the description had rented an RV from him a year earlier, and he had the receipt with their names on it. So that's how, oh, the, that's they, how they, got they got their, their names. names. Police also found some of the victims' belongings in pawn shops and retrieved fingerprints matching those found in the victim's car. Wuornos had a criminal record in Florida, and her fingerprints were on file, so that's how they nabbed mm. her knew who she was. Yeah. On January 9th ninety-one, she was arrested on an outstanding warrant at the last resort, a biker bar, which I would love to go to, kind of, but then I would be terrified to go in. Let's
1: go look at it for
2: a second. Just to see it.
1: Yes, I have info on this. I looked that, that part up. She was arrested in that bar
2: <laughs> for something else, right? Yeah. So
1: at this point, Tyria had left,
2: but she wasn't involved in the murders.
1: No, she. Yeah. She, so she says, but Eileen yeah. Warnos got hammered at a. She crashed a biker party at a biker bar and got hammered and passed out on a Jeez. car seat
2: Jeez. inside the
1: bar, and they arrested her just for I think drunken disorderly, and that's when they realized who she was. And once they arrested her,
2: once they. They well, should. they knew her name, so... Yeah, once I they... think once they
1: took her in, they just saw this drunk woman, I yeah. think. so she got hammered and
2: passed out. Uh, police located Moore the next day in Scranton, Pennsylvania. She agreed to elicit a confession from Wornos in exchange for immunity from prosecution. She returned with the police to Florida, where she put up, was put up in a motel. Under police guidance, she made numerous telephone calls to Wornos, pleading for help in clearing her name. Three days later, Wornos confessed to the murders on the phone. She claimed the men had tried to rape her, and she killed him in self-defense. In January 92, she was convicted of Mallory's murder with help from uh, Tyria's testimony. After her sentencing, psychiatrist for the defense testified she was mentally unstable and had borderline personality disorder, which she probably did. So on March 31st, 92, she pleaded no contest to the murders of Humphreys, Burris, and Spears, saying she wanted to get right with God. Um,
1: he probably In 92,
2: him. she pled guilty to the murder of Karskadon, Um She got her fifth death sentence, so she was sentenced to death five times. So then she was she pled guilty for the murder of the last guy and was sentenced to death again. Uh, No charges were brought against her for the murder of Seams, as his body was never found. So she got six death sentences in all. She told several inconsistent stories about the killings. She claimed initially all seven men had raped her while she was working as a prostitute, but later recanted the the claim of self-defense, citing robbery and a desire to leave no witnesses as a reason for murder. During an interview with film, filmmaker Nick Broomfield, whom she thought of the, when she thought the cameras were off, she told him it was in fact self-defense, but she could not stand being on death row where she'd been for ten years at that point and wanted to die. In 2001, petition she stated her intention to dismiss her legal counsel and terminate all pending appeals. She said, "I killed those men." Robbed him as cold as ice and I'd do it again too. There's no chance in keeping me alive or anything because I'd kill again. I, ha- I have hate crawling through my system. I'm so sick of hearing that sh- she's crazy stuff. I've been evaluated so many times. I'm competent, sane, and I'm trying to tell the truth. I'm one who seriously hates human life and would kill again. While her attorneys argued she was not mentally competent to make such a request, she insisted she knew what she was doing, and a court-appointed panel of psychiatrists agreed. Her execution took place October 9, 2002. She died at 947, declined her last meal which could have been anything under $20. I didn't know that. Hmm. It was a. Her last words were, yes, I would just like to say, I'm sailing with the rock and I'll be back. Like Independence Day with Jesus, June 6th, like the movie, big mothership and all, I'll be back, I'll be back. She was the 10th woman in the United States and the second in Florida to be executed since 76 Supreme Court decision restored capital punishment. Ornos's body was cremated and her ashes were spread beneath a tree in her native Michigan. She requested Natalie Merchant's song Carnival be played at her funeral.
1: Her last words. Eileen Wornos's final
2: words. Yes, I would just like to say that I'm sailing with the rock, and I'll be back. Like Independence, stay with Jesus. June six, like the movie Big Mother Ship, and all. I'll be back. I'll be back.
1: Well, that's the end of the episode of 1990.
0: 1990.
1: Get out of here, Chuck Berry.
2: Thanks for listening.
1: 1990.
2: Get out of here, Chuck Berry. You already <laughs> said it. I know, but I want you to say it too. <laughs> okay.
1: And we leave you with, get out of here, Chuck Berry. Get, get out of here, Chuck. Get out of here Chuck, Berry. <laughs> get out of here, Chuck Berry. Get out of here, Chuck Berry. That's what
0: you say, <laughs> everybody. I'm I can make it drop, make it drop, but I won't, I'll
1: be giving you the benefit of the doubt. Giving you a minute to try to work it all out. I'll be giving you the benefit of the doubt. I'll be giving you a minute to try
0: to work it all out. Maybe work it all out.
1: Work, work, work.